The Chandler and Hart houses were built on land that had once been part of the Butcher farm. Bill Butcher had sold most of his land to developers in the early 1980s for much-needed cash. Each house on their street was built on a half-acre lot, but the Butcher house sat on two whole acres. The Harts had planted a hedge marking the end of their property and the beginning of the Butcher's. Judy Chandler had planted one too. The lots behind their houses had not sold, and over the years nature had reclaimed the land. Trees, tall grass, and weeds had grown, creating a barrier between their houses and a large housing development. The land across the street, in front of their houses, remained undeveloped too, and was filled with old, tall trees. With the exception of the oak tree, there were few trees on their side of the street or in their backyards, and every sound echoed loudly. As Kevin approached the heart's hedge, he became aware of the sounds of the night. He heard crickets chirping and leaves rustling in the warm summer breeze. He began to walk, and his footsteps sounded much louder than they had when he walked to Ben's earlier that day. His heart was beating faster, and beads of sweat broke out on his forehead. He looked at the hedge and began to think that Dylan was hiding behind it. It was a long distance to go in the dark, but running makes you feel safer. So when he was next to the hedge, he began to run. He passed the hedge without Dylan jumping out and grabbing him, and continued to run. Now the oak tree and the darkness cast by its shadow loomed before him. All he had to do was get past it without Dylan seeing him, and he would be home free. As he approached the shadow, Kevin began to run faster. He could feel the adrenaline rushing through his veins, and he began to believe he would make it past the tree unharmed. Suddenly, he saw headlights coming toward him, and with nowhere else to hide, he ducked behind the oak tree. He couldn't see to the garage in the back of the butcher house, so he didn't know if Dylan's 1975 Dodge Dart Swinger was parked there. He held his breath while the headlights came closer. Kevin looked around the tree trunk and saw the car turn into the butcher driveway. It went past the house, and Kevin could hear Dylan's loud music. Kevin stayed behind the tree until he heard the music stop. Then he slowly went around the trunk and stepped into the street. He felt confident that the dark would hide him, and whoever was driving that car would have gone in the back door of the house. He started running again, but now he saw light coming from the back of the house and looked to his left as he passed the driveway. The garage was set close to the house, but was still far from the street. As soon as Kevin was even with the hedge between his house and the butcher's, he turned and walked toward the end of his yard to get a better look. He peered through the hedge and saw Dylan standing by the dodge. The trunk was open and the light was on, and Kevin saw Dylan was holding something, but he couldn't make out what it was. Then Kevin heard a sound. He held his breath and focused on the sound. It was the sad whimpering of a dog. It sounded like a small dog. Kevin peered through the branches of the hedge, trying to see what Dylan was doing. The garage light was on, and he could hear the sound, but he couldn't see Dylan. "'Shh,' Dylan said. Dylan was inside the garage. Kevin heard the dog whimpering. He heard Dylan moving around. 
He thought he heard him open a bottle of soda pop and then heard something squeaking. The sound was like that of a metal gate when it closes. He kept listening, but the animal had stopped whimpering. Anger began to rise in his chest. Kevin's love of animals ran deep, and he hated seeing an animal abused. If he could have his way, he'd save all the abandoned animals of the world.